Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. So we finished doing Titus. We finished uh, reading Titus, looking at Titus, and it's a short letter, but I thought I would do a small summary of it anyway, even though it is short. Um, I just, you know, hope that these little summaries will be helpful. We're going to have, um, you know, another small, we're going to have other small epistles. I'm not saying that we're necessarily going to do a summary for all of them. But I might, if it helps refresh and go over things, um, it certainly doesn't hurt me, and hopefully it doesn't hurt you either. So we're looking at Titus, and in the, at the first of Titus, in the first chapter, of course, Paul has his greeting for Titus, and he calls Titus his true child in the faith, because Titus is another one that he has converted and taught and brought up in the, you know, in the brought up to a point, I guess, trained him to a point to where now he's over some congregations in Crete. Now remember this letter is to Titus. Titus is in Crete and there are at least several congregations that he is handling. I don't know how many towns or cities are in Crete at this time, but there appears to be at least two or more congregations that Titus is trying to you know, uh, get set up properly. <clears throat> so Paul is reminding, Paul says, you know, I left you behind in Crete so that you would set right what remains unfinished and appoint elders in every city as I directed you. So <clears throat> he explains to Titus the qualifications of elders, how they should be. Um, let's see. See if I can say this right. So they should be, they should have integrity and they should be moral, you know, and they should not be someone who is uh, greedy or after something, you know, wrong. They should be, instead, they should be someone that others can respect and look up to <clears throat> as following the word and being correct, you know. Um, he talks about, uh, People who are deceivers, that they must be silenced, you know, and because they, they had a problem everywhere. It seems like they had a problem everywhere with uh, some people trying to teach incorrect things, things that went against the word of God. And, and they had to correct those things and, and get them not to listen to the Jewish myths or the, the Jewish law. These people who would try to bring the law in to the congregation and get people to do that. So, and then there were some who were just teaching anything they could teach just to make money. <laughs> you know, kind of kind of shyster type people, I guess. Um, but they would just teach anything that they thought people would listen to if it would get them money and get them paid. So there is that going on too. So they had like all kinds of false teachers, and this is something that Paul seemed to be dealing with everywhere, not just not just one place. And so now here he's you know, coaching Titus on that. Now, chapter 2, he also uh, tells Titus what he should be teaching people and how he should be, let's see if I can get this right, um, teach the things which are in agreement with sound doctrine, meaning teach the things that are in agreement with the Word of God, that produce men and women of good character, and whose lifestyle will identify them as Christians, you know, so that it's obvious that they are living a good lifestyle and honest and in life with integrity. Um, 
So, and then he advises how older men are to be as far as being temperate, dignified, uh, sound in faith, love, and steadfastness. Older women should be um, reverent and not gossips, and uh, you know they should be teaching what is right and good. And then um, this is also that it will work throughout the whole congregation that they will uh, encourage and teach young women to love their husbands and their children, their home, and you know in a similar a similar way they. They'll urge the young men to be sensible and self-controlled and behave more wisely and to be good examples with good works. Let's see. And um, he mentions bond servants. You know, should be subject to their masters and pleasing and not tall back and instead prove themselves trustworthy so that they will, everything they do will um, earn respect and credit to to. The teachings of God. So then he reminds, let's see, he reminds Titus that the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. It's for everyone. It's for all of us. And it teaches us to reject ungodliness and worldly desires and to live sensible, upright, and godly lives. So while we're waiting for Jesus to come back, so he's telling them, you know, to tell them all these things, encourage and rebuke them with full authority. In other words, you know, teach them, encourage them to do the right things, you know, correct the wrong things. And then in chapter 3, he tells Titus to remind people to be subject to their rulers and authorities and to be willing to do good and not be slanderous or abusive, but to be gentle and courteous. And reminds, remind them also that that we all have at one time or another been unbelievers and been, you know, hateful or slanderous or mean or mean-spirited or, you know, we had various sinful desires, we did various things that were wrong. But God saved us through his mercy and love, not because of anything we did. We are no better than anyone else, no matter what kind of condition you might think they're in, what kind of sinner you might think they are, we are no better than them. It does not matter. We basically, when we look at someone else, we should think, I'm. when you're looking at someone else who doesn't believe, you should think, like, I'm just looking at me without the Lord, because that's really pretty much the case. When we don't have the Lord, that would just mean we're just another unbeliever, but anyone could turn at any moment and be a believer, so... You know, we should give them the same grace and mercy that God gives us. Or actually that God gives all people. He gives everyone the option to be saved, to come to Jesus and, and to be baptized and to basically be in heaven eternally if they will just make that decision and turn. It's that, it's really that simple. So. Um, he, he, he tells Titus to remind them and encourage them to do good and honorable things. And, uh, oh, and to ignore, they should ignore or stay away from, avoid, you know, uh, controversies and arguments and quarrels about the law and just unprofitable, useless speculations and stuff, especially if it leads to dissensions and anger and aggravation for people. Just just stay away from that. Just avoid all that. It's not necessary. 
And if you have someone, he tells him if he has someone in his congregation that seems to get pleasure and uh, is gratified by creating confusion and divisiveness, you know, reject them and put, you know, try to correct them. But if they won't be corrected and they just enjoy being, you know, malicious like that and creating that controversy and creating that trouble, then then reject them or, you know, put them out until such a time that they can, you know, be taught differently or they decide to act differently. And then he has some personal things that he asks of Titus, such as uh, making effort to meet him at Nicopolis, where he's going to be at uh, for the winter, and to help uh, Apollos and Zenos on their way. And he does make a statement that people, our people, must learn to do good deeds. And he says to meet necessary demands so that they will not be unproductive. And that's still true of all of us today. We need to make sure that we learn to do good deeds, to meet necessary demands, I mean, you know, to meet demands of others, so that we will not be unproductive, so that we will bear good fruit for God. So there's a lot of, you can put a lot into that. I mean, we should be doing good deeds for the ministry and for our church and our congregation, but we should also be doing good deeds for our community, for um, others, you know, um, we should be like God. We should be a blessing to all people. And if we are, then we will attract more people who are who who don't know God. We will attract more people to God. Uh, and then he gives a final: "All who are with me greet you. And grace be with you all, or with all of you. I'm sorry." This says grace be with all of you, and I, I'm from the south, so I tend to say grace be with y'all, you know, <laughs> or you all. So anyway, all right. So that is my summary here of Titus, which was a short, a short epistle, and hopefully my summary wasn't too long for you. Um, there's perhaps not as much there as you might think, but you'll notice that it's all. Paul's letters are all in agreement in the things that he, I will say he pushes, or like I, I think I've said several times lately here, the drum beats, the drum he beats on, you know, love, compassion, care for each other, um, live good, honorable lives for God, you know, all these things, do good deeds, you know, all these things that he pushes and he, he wants to make sure we know to do. Because all these letters, we need to take them very personally as if he had written them to us. Because that's that's what God's word is. It's, it's, it's from God. It's all inspired to teach us how we should be and what we should be doing. And that's, you know, that's the main takeaways that we should be getting. As far as in how we live our life, we should live good, honorable uh, lives with integrity for God. Okay? And we should be doing good deeds again for God to help others, of course. But, you know, would I consider that as an important thing if I was not a Christian? I, I don't know if I would or not. I don't, I don't think I would think of it as as important. So I think being a Christian does steer you more towards helping others. Uh, it's just... That's just the way I see it. Um, I think probably most Christians would say that, I think. So, anyway, 
you know, these are the things that Paul keeps pushing is love, uh, love one another, love others, care for others, do good deeds, you know, live honorable lives for God. So these are the things that just keep coming and to teach and spread the word, of course. I'm sorry if I left that out, but yeah, to teach others and spread the word. So thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. The Lord bless you and keep you. And remember, God loves you.